You're listening to Welcome back to Books and Boba, a book club and podcast featuring books by Asian and Asian American authors. Um, my name is Marvin Yue. And I'm Rira Yu. Well, it's been a while since our last episode, um, mostly because I've been traveling. So um, this week we're going to have another one of our double headers. Um, we're going to release two episodes this week. So if you're tuning in looking for the discussion of the April book club pick, uh, one Day We'll All Be Dead and None of This Will Matter by Scotchy Call. That'll be coming out within the next hour or so. So um, refresh your feed and you'll probably see the new episode um, coming out soon. But we wanted to separate out the book news for early May, um, just in case you didn't want to, you haven't read the book <laughs> yet, and didn't want to uh, cross the streams, um, as they say in Ghostbusters. Um, I've and never watched that movie, ever. You've never seen the first Ghostbusters? You've never read Harry Potter, so... <laughs> yeah, but you're a film major. Screenwriting, I'm... screenwriting. <laughs> um, and welcome to those of you tuning in for the, for the first time. Um, it's May, so it is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, APAM, as we like to call it. And I just found out that Books and Bobo is featured on the Apple Podcast APAM um, list. So for those of you who found us on that list, welcome. And Hi. <laughs> I hope you um I hope you enjoy reading books because that's what we're all about here. Um and if you've already read any of our monthly picks, um go ahead and you know listen to uh, what we have to say and do chime in on our Goodreads group uh, if you just search books and boba. And if you have any thoughts on any of our past books or if you have anything you want to talk about in terms of literature and especially uh, specifically the Asian American lit world, um, please sound off. Uh, we always love having new members. Anything so else? so it's been over a month since I've seen you in person, Marvin, because our last discussion episode, uh, I was recording remotely. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, it's good to see your face. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, I've had I've had a whole month to read this book, but um, full disclosure. Well, did we, you just we, finish last night? Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, I did. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that more in our next episode when we actually discuss the book. Um, but let's get into our book news. Yeah, um, for um, for the recent time, <laughs> in the last two three weeks, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess the biggest piece of news is that the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians dropped and the whole world just turned upside down. People Everyone were... seems really excited about it, which is great. Yeah, um, it's it's really great. Riru and I both um, watched the early, early version of the, um, the cut. Yes. Is the embargo uh, gone now? No? We can't I mean, talk about it? <laughs> well, we signed an NDA, yeah. Yeah, we signed an NDA. Yeah. But uh, we did watch it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can say that, at yeah. least. Yeah, and uh, they did have a community screening um, last week mm-hmm. uh, for influencers from the Asian American community. And overall, I, the Twitter buzz from that screening was very positive. So yeah. um, 
the was, final cut seems to be coming along well. Yeah, because it was a couple of months after we yeah. had watched it. And, I mean, they're, they're already kind of holding semi-public screenings, what, four months before release? So, um, to me, that sounds like they're pretty confident, I think. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the uh, new paperback version of Crazy Rich Asians, because you know <laughs> it's going to be a movie version. You know Constance yeah. Wu is going to be on the cover. And I'm like, I already own this book on Kindle, but I will buy a physical copy if it means that uh, my beautiful Asian American <laughs> uh, goddess is That's on there. dedication right there. Um, so yeah, that movie is coming out August, August 17th, 2018. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but that's the same date that the Netflix um, movie um, To All the Boys I Loved Before is yeah. also coming out, yeah. uh, which is a book written by Jenny Han. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, that's going to also spawn. It's also a trilogy, right? It's a trilogy, yes. Yeah. Or a quadrilogy. Are there four books? I, I never know. It's a series. It's so, a series. Um, two. Asian American rom-coms launching. So if you're unable to get tickets to Crazy Rich Asians on opening <laughs> night, you can watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before at home on Netflix. Or just do first, both. Yeah, do, yeah, just do, do both. both. <laughs> Double feature. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, congratulations to Melissa De La Cruz, Mary H.K. Choi, Erin uh, Entrada Kelly, and Rashani Chowski for making it onto the New York Times children's bestsellers list that that is a lot of of authors at the same time uh right now yeah right now i don't know when each one went on the list uh individually but right now like they're on they're all on the list that's not bad um i only said their names but their books are uh love and war um emergency contact hello universe and arusha and the end of time which brings us to our last piece of news. Um, Paramount bought the movie rights to Rashani Chowski's Arusha and the End of Time. According to Deadline, the studio sees the potential for a franchise that is a cross between Wizard of Oz and Coco with a touch of Night at the Museum. Nice. Congratulations to Roshani. That is... I mean, it... They pretty much just bought the right to make yeah, the movie, right? They they mean... won an auction. So it was between Paramount and uh, Netflix. They really wanted this book. They really wanted the series. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this book in our previous mid-month episode. So it, yeah, it's a really big deal. We're getting a lot of page-to-screen adaptations. Yeah, that's a good sign. And, you know, I'm all for more um, South Asian American media being made. Oh, and I guess uh, Y'all West is happening this week. I'm not sure if this podcast will be out by then. But It'll be out. Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, uh, if you guys had already gone to Y'all West at this time, I hope you had fun. If this podcast episode goes up before the festival, it's on May 4th to May 5th at Santa Monica High School. You know, if you did go to Y'all West and had a good time and have any asian american related news or experiences please feel free to talk about it or share on our goodreads forum there are a lot of asian american authors coming to this event i would love to hear about it because uh neither of us can go (laughs) it's a very busy month for us it's very busy it's apam which means um there's stuff happening 
A lot of stuff Every happening. Every single day. Yes. All <laughs> at the same time. And those are the big stories for Asian American literature out in the world right now. Um, we'll check in again in the middle of the month um, for more updates, more news, and hopefully some um, awards yeah. should be given out by then. So. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but let's get on to our new releases for the first half of May. Um, lots of books um, coming out. Um, maybe as, ex- as expected. Do they know it's APAM? Of course they do. Marketing, Marvin. <laughs> um, uh, first up is The Poppy War by R.F. Kuang, which released this week on May 1st, published by Harper Voyager. Inspired by the bloody history of China's 20th century, The Poppy War follows a war orphan named Rin, who escapes her abusive foster parents by getting accepted into Sinigard, the most elite military school in Nikan. Targeted by rival classmates for her color, poverty, and gender, Rin soon discovers that she possesses a lethal aptitude for shamanism. With the help of a seemingly insane mentor and psychoactive substances, Rin learns that gods, long thought dead, are very much alive, and that mastering control over those powers can mean saving her people from the militarily advanced Federation of Mujin. This sounds like Three Kingdoms era Harry Potter. I've I've heard that it definitely uh, gives uh, Grace of Kings feels because mm. it's a very like epic militaristic like uh, historical fantasy inspired fantasy world. Yeah. Uh, Jade Fong, not Jade Fong. Sorry. <laughs> Fonda Lee. Fonda Lee. <laughs> Lee recommended uh, this book to us the last time we interviewed her. Who, of course, is the author of Jade City. Oh, my God. What's wrong with We're going to start calling her Jade Fong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is uh, ISAN, or Isan, I think, by Mary Ting, released on May 1st and published by Vesuvian Books. Meteors devastated the earth, and world governments developed plans to help surviving citizens. Struggling to survive, Ava ends up in a juvenile detention center until she is selected for a new life, with a catch. She must be injected with an experimental serum. To receive the serum, Ava agrees to join a program controlled by ISAN, the International Sensory Assassin Network. While on a mission, she is abducted by a rebel group led by Rhett, and told that not only does she have a history with him, but her entire past is a lie perpetuated by ISAN to ensure her compliance. Unsure of who to trust, Ava must decide if her strangely familiar and handsome captor is her enemy or her savior. <laughs> handsome captor, huh? Handsome, yeah. Now I know what kind of book this is. <laughs> it's a young adult dystopian <laughs> fantasy. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, next up is The Way You Make Me Feel by Maureen Gu. Um, releases on May 8th, published by Farrar, Strauss, and Giro. Maureen Gu, of course, uh, a former guest on this podcast. We had her on to talk about her last book. Um, I believe I, I think called, I, called Love. Which uh, was the K-drama story, right? Yeah. The funny thing is, at the end of that interview, she mentioned this book. Yeah. I don't think it had a title back then. No, she said she was writing a book about like food and the SGV. Yeah, this is it. Which is this. <laughs> Clara Shin lives for pranks and disruption. When she takes one joke too far, her dad sentences her to a summer working on his food truck, the Cobra, alongside her uptight classmate, Rose Carver. Not the carefree summer Clara had imagined, but maybe Rose isn't so bad. Maybe the boy named Hamlet, 
Yes, Hamlet. Crushing on her is pretty cute. Maybe Clara actually feels invested in her dad's business. What if taking this summer seriously means that Clara has to leave her old self behind? Y'all, Maureen Gu has the most beautiful covers for her books. <laughs> and I'm so glad that all of her covers so far has a has an asian girl yeah because you don't really get to see that a lot so yeah i i really like her writing and i am excited to read this as a um sgv sgv born and raised not born i was born in canada but i moved there i was raised in the sgv i'm excited about this book you were pretty excited about it when we uh talked yeah. about it <laughs> next up is amal unbound by aisha saeed it releases on may 8th and it's published by nancy paulson books Amal lives in a small village in Pakistan and dreams of becoming a teacher and a poet. But after she accidentally insults the son of her village's corrupt landlord, the unimaginable happens and Amal is forced to work as an indentured servant for his family. Life at the Khan estate is full of heartbreak and struggle. And when Amal becomes more aware of the Khan family's nefarious dealings, she, real- she realizes she will have to find a way to work with others if they are ever to exact change in a cruel status quo, and if Amal is ever to achieve her dreams. Mm, sounds dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next one sounds kind of dramatic too, but in a different way. My so-called Bollywood Life by Nisha Sharma releases on May 15th, published by Crown BFYR. Winnie Mehta has never really convinced... Winnie Mehta was never really convinced that Raj was her soulmate, but their love was written in the stars. Literally. A pandit, I guess that... Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Predicted Winnie would find the love of her life before her 18th birthday, and Raj meets all of the qualifications. So she is shocked to find out that her boyfriend of three years was hooking up with another classmate. Worse, Raj is crowned chair of the student film festival, a spot Winnie was counting on for her film school applications. But when Winnie reconnects with a fellow film geek, Dev, and falls for him hard... She questions whether or not choosing Dev means giving up on her prophecy and her chance to live happily ever after. This sounds fun. I want it. I want <laughs> to read it. <laughs> it. It reminds me of like a like 90s era like teen rom-com. Oh, it's like straight up Bollywood movie. I mean, like <laughs> the author knows what she's writing. Yeah. Next up is Flynn, Nightsider and the Edge of Evil by Mary Fan releases on May 15th and it's published by Crazy 8 Press. A century ago Enchanters a century ago Enchanters defeated the Lord of the Underworld, but not before he'd unleashed his monsters and ravaged the earth. The Enchanters built the Triumvirate out of what remained of the United States, demanding absolute obedience in exchange for protection. Doomed to a second-class life as a non-magic wielder and fed up with the Enchanters' lies and secrecy, 16-year-old Flynn Nightsider longs for a change, and when he stumbles across a clue that hints at something deeper, secrets in the dark, the undead, and buried histories, he takes matters into his own hands. Mary Fan is the author of Starswept, which was almost our book club pick. I don't know which one. Space Violin movie, or book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, I remember you were really excited about that. But you read the book. Did you end up reading No, um, I'm still Star reading Swept? it right now. Okay. 
Um, but I sold the book to uh, my close friend. I pitched it to her as Dance Academy with Aliens, and she <laughs> bought it immediately and read it all in one night, and she loves it. And last on our list is The Memory of Forgotten Things by Kat Zhang, releases on May 15th, published by Aladdin. One of the happiest memories 12-year-old Sophia has is of her 10th birthday, when her mother made her a cake from scratch. This memory, along with a few others, are all she has of her mother, so she holds them close. But the truth is, Sophia shouldn't have these memories at all because her mother died when she was six years old. When Sophia gets assigned a school research project on solar eclipses, she becomes convinced that the upcoming solar eclipse will grant her the opportunity to make her alternate life come true. To enter a world where her mother never died, with the help of two misfit boys, she must figure out a way to bring her mother back to her before the opportunity is lost forever. And this is a middle grade novel, so oh. it's great that you have like alternate timelines and uh, interesting like sci-fi elements to it. Yeah, also a little sad. Just so little kids can read sad things. <laughs> um, and those are the new releases from Asian Asian American authors for the month of May, or at least the beginning, the first two weeks of the yeah, month. Yeah, the first of May. half of May. Um, as always, if we missed any books that's on your radar, please let us and the rest of the club know on our Goodreads forum. Um, and as always, thanks to Rewrote for putting this list together. Uh, we all know I'm too lazy to go through everything. No, it's because you have like three other podcasts. <laughs> um, and that'll do it for this episode of Books and Bull. But again, this is a double header day. So um, if you refresh your feed, you'll find our next episode where we talk about our April book club pick. One day we'll all be dead and none of this will matter by Scotchy Cole. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. it in the next episode. Um, and if you are not going to listen to the next episode, our May book club pick is The Leavers by Lisa Ko. Which is a book that... Actually, I've been really excited about reading since, since yeah. it came out last year. Um, and the paperback of, is finally out. It came out like April 24th. Nice. So. Yeah. So if you uh, if you want to save a few bucks, you can grab the paperback. Um, it's also on audiobook and Kindle and wherever you find your books. So um, yeah, looking forward to reading The Leavers for the month of May. Um, and as always, if you like our podcast, uh, if you want to support, um, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a nice reading review. If you have any friends who are interested in getting into reading or you want to get them interested in reading, um, please send them our podcast. Um, yeah, we're not like your professors. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're not academics. We just, we're just two friends hey. chatting about a book that we read. Hey, someone's got to cover Asian American literature. Why not us? Um, uh, but on that note, thanks for listening to this episode of Books and Boba. Uh, we'll be right back soon with our discussion of our April Book Club pick. Or we'll see you next time on Books and Boba. Um, thanks again for listening. And keep reading. This episode of Books and Boba was hosted by Marvin Yue and Riva Yu and edited by Marvin Yue. Books and Boba is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American-hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from our Asian-American community. If you like Books and Boba, you might also want to check out The Collabcast, a weekly podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian-American perspective, and the official podcast of the collaboration movement. 
You can find the Collabcast and all the other great shows of the collective by going to the website www.podcastpotluck.com. 